Hey everybody, I'm your host Andy, a guy who was forced to come, and this is Pod Squad, a show about how teens think. Today's topic is international schools versus public schools. Let's get into the intro. Welcome, Tamang, to the show. Hi, my name is Taman, or people mostly call me Katie for convenience. Um, I'm a rising senior at Chenengye High School for the Gifted. Yep. Um, I'm currently an English major, and yeah, super happy to be on the show. Yep. Um, so I heard um, you have went to the WSC, the World Scholars Cup, which is like a debating event. How did you find it? Yeah, uh, I went to the uh, Tournament of Champions mm-hmm. in 8th grade. Uh, mm-hmm. It was at Yale University. Oh, okay. Um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I had I got, had a lot of fun debating. Yeah. Uh, it was also there was also writing and like mm-hmm. um, tests where they test your knowledge on different yeah. subjects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me more about like the Dear Asian Youth um, uh, project that you've had? Okay, I'd be happy to. I'm super happy about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I founded Dear Asian Youth Saigon in yeah. 2020. Um, oh, okay. It is a sub branch of the Dear Asian Youth like. Um, organization mm-hmm. uh, so it's basically like a organization where we talk about Vietnamese culture mm. and we also raise awareness about like Asian activism mm. and uh, we also we are hosting an event we are hosting a photography exhibition it's mm. on the 19th of August yeah you have to come yeah. okay so as an icebreaker let's start by writing down a stereotype you think that is true for international school students okay. And then I'll write down um, a stereotype that I think is true for public school okay, students. Okay, that sounds terrifying, but okay, we'll, we'll try. Okay, so on the count of three, we're both going to raise our papers um, to the camera. Okay. Three, two, one. So um, what I wrote was all public school students are extremely hard workers. And um, what I think about it, um, this is that um, as a child, I was told by my mom, like um, public school students like have uh, a more rough environment that they grow up in. Yeah. So that means that they have to work extremely hard to like get out of, I don't know, poverty or something like that. I mean, like the rough thing is a bit like, it, in my opinion, it's a bit condescending because like um, some public school kids are like filthy rich but they just mm-hmm. don't enjoy like the environment yeah. in international schools so they just don't go to an international okay. school um like a lot of my friends are like uh p- pretty rich people because like they go to they go to the u.s they go to like other countries to yes. study so it's some of them are rich but then of course like there is also a faction of them that are like i yep. guess uh not very comfortable mm-hmm. um but like i wrote all of international school kids are rich is that true i I feel like that's true i don't know so like um i think that that's mostly true but some kids i think were are talented enough that the schools um uh bring them to like their own school like scholarships oh yeah um and stuff like that so like some of my friends are um less fortunate i think i should say but then, like, they're smart enough that they go into a great environment where, like, they can learn pretty well. Well, I mean, I don't think your school offers, like, that much scholarships. Yeah. I think, like, SSIS offers, like, yeah. a full tuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, moving on to the okay. next subject. Um, what I have here is, like, um, I don't know what entrance exams really are. Um, I heard it's a, a big thing in your school, but then, like, 
we international school kids normally don't have an entrance exam and like we don't stay in our grade either like i think like um we are we move like uh, every year well um for for the school i go to so chenning high school um we have yeah. two entrance exams uh one for the middle school um and then one for it's the national one where you go to like high school yeah um so it's pretty different i think the one in middle school it's mostly like um math and english like yes. it just tests like how how well you can think basically mm-hmm. i almost failed that one so thank god i didn't but i, I almost did um and the national like uh high school entrance exam is just yes. like this thing where everyone just gathers around in like a school and then you get tested on um english math and mm-hmm. literature and also your major if you're like going to a specialized school yes. which is trending ear or leon farm Um, I think Fordham Nang Kiu has like a, their own test. Yeah, it, it's just a different system. But yeah, okay. if you have like a major mm-hmm. where like I am, I I am specializing in English, mm-hmm. then you have to take like a separate test oh, okay. for English for like that subject. Yep. So yeah, it's pretty tough. So like, which one do you think is like the hardest, and why? Um, well, I mean, I think like the toughest and like the most important is still the one where you go to um, yeah. university. Mm-hmm. So that one you have to be tested on six subjects, if I'm not like mistaken. Yep. So the core three: um, English, literature, and math. And then yeah. you can choose if you're doing humanities or like science. Um, but yeah, that that one, in my opinion, is the toughest. Okay. Um, so what's your opinion about like math and stuff? Is it hard for you, or is it easy, or? It's so hard for me. Like, oh. I I swear, like I am the most stupid person when it comes to math. Yeah. Um. Recently, I've been really like studying calculus because it's oh, required. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I mean, there are obviously like some kids who are really mm-hmm. good at math and like yes. who actually enjoys doing math. Mm-hmm. So like, um, how much studying time did you have to put in for things like entrance exams and stuff like that? Um. I mean, I was I got unlucky. I I didn't take one because oh. of COVID. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of students, like when they come from schools that are more local or more rural, like yes. you have to put in so much time to actually like study enough to get a high score to get mm-hmm. into the school that you want. Mm-hmm. I I would say like five eight hours a day. Like I think there was ones where I studied eight hours a day for. Yeah. Like um like an entrance exam for my school's national team. Yeah. And sometimes I even push it to like ten, twelve. Mm. Like I would stay up all night doing yeah. it. It's, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about like um um studying times and learning times. Um, how long is a school day for a student in Tian? Um, I think we start from seven fifteen until four thirty. So it's quite a long school yeah. day. I think. Um, you have eight periods every day and like two breaks and a lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's like um, for our school, we actually start really late, like eight thirty, and then we end really early, like three fifteen. Well, lucky you. <laughs> I mean, like I I struggle to wake up like yeah. every morning for school. But then, like the thing is, we only have like around like two breaks. I don't know, one break and a lunch, and then. Um, around like five periods a day. Is it the same for you, or is it like more classes? I mean. It's not like divided on. Well, it is technically divided on classes, but yeah. it's like uh, it's like this thing where you just kind of go with the periods that mm-hmm. are laid out to you. Yeah, and like you have. I mean, since like there are more periods and there are more like time at school, then yeah. you you also get more breaks and you also get to like nap at lunch. Oh, so yeah. that's pretty cool. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, um, other than naps at lunch and stuff, what do normally students do? Like, in international schools, um, we normally play sports. And, like, um, me and my friends, uh, friends play volleyball and stuff because, like, the court is set up. Is that, like, available to you or, like, do you do other things like study or... Oh, no, we're, we're not, like, people who study, like, 24-7. Um, yep. But uh, some, some kids do play sports. We have, mm-hmm. like, basketball hoops, mm-hmm. even though it's really annoying. And, yeah. like, the school does mm-hmm. kind of forbid um, some students to play like, basketball during lunch and yeah. breaks and stuff because yeah. they can injure other students. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, we do a variety of things. Like, of course, sometimes you need to study. Um, but then sometimes you play sports or sometimes you chase your friend around or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you like list uh, a normal school day for you? How would it look like? Um, okay, so I wouldn't wake up and then I go to school. Yeah. Um, I try not to be late, but sometimes I am late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just depends on like what class I have or what um, what the timetable for like yeah. that day is like. But usually we have uh, two periods in the morning and then a break mm-hmm. and then another three periods. Um, and then we have lunch mm-hmm. which lasts for like an hour or two and then it's the same thing in the afternoon so yeah. yeah so like a normal school day for like international school kids would probably be like so i'm in the swim team so like i have to wake up at like 605 oh my god <laughs> but then um class normally starts no not class advisory which is like a period like a homeroom period oh. where like we meet with our um teacher that we go to every morning and like we do mindfulness because like it's something i guess it's something important that we consider in our school just to like focus on um, the stuff we're learning and uh, stuff like that and then after that we start like period one and then we have a break and then period two and then period three and then later a lunch break which normally lasts like 40 minutes yeah because our school day is like pretty short compared yeah. to yours yeah and then like um two classes so it's a pretty like full day but then um I enjoy it a lot because, like, um, I enjoy, like, spending time with my friends and stuff. I mean, like, the advisory thing is pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. we don't we don't get to have, like, a mindfulness session. Yeah. Um, it's mostly just studying. So yeah. you do mindfulness with your friends at, like, at break, basically. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, does your school's timetable run on a one week or, like, is it another type of system? Because, like, our school, it's really weird. Like, we have a two-week system. So it's, like, day A, B, C until, like, um, the end of the... Uh, n- next week's Friday. So you like switch yeah, yeah, your, your like timetable every two weeks? Yeah, because like um, we need to balance like, I don't know, like physical education, Vietnamese, like a lot of the subjects oh. that we have at our school. Yeah. Oh, y- actually, like does your school ban Vietnamese like from speaking Vietnamese? Um, no, actually not. Like a lot of kids actually use English more than Vietnamese. Oh. But then like um, uh uh, in Vietnamese class, most kids still use Vietnamese to talk with their friends and stuff, which is still like a big thing in our school. Yeah, because uh, one of my friends go to APU, and I, mm. I heard um, yeah. I heard they ban Vietnamese, oh, like okay. speaking Vietnamese. But uh, back to the timetable thing. So um, I don't know like how often it changes. I just know it changes when it changes. Oh. But it's basically I think it's like every half a semester and it will change mm-hmm. so our timetables are pretty static yeah. because we have to well learn everything that's mm-hmm. dictated to yeah. us or like learn everything that's provided so it's basically just the same class but yes. different times so yeah mm-hmm. um is there like a reason why it's like static like that because like our reason is um because we switch um so at our school we have like rotations 
it's like essentially where you learn different arts and designs um like for example at our school for art we have like um food tech or music or drama and then later for design uh there's like um, product design or like coding um i mean it's static because like we the national curriculum it's sort of like the static thing where you have to learn everything that is us mm -hmm. but i think like from my generation after you get to switch uh not switch but choose your yep. major or like choose the um i don't know the group of subjects that mm -hmm. you want to learn so i think there's like you can choose between humanities or like sciences mm, yeah. and yeah it's pretty cool um now that it's like changing but yeah I, honestly i wish it had been me <laughs> yeah um like um does your school have any like um art or design um i mean we did like in the national curriculum right so yeah. we had music and we had oh, art okay. Um, but that's only like up until middle school. Mm. So I only studied art and music in middle middle school, and then okay. yeah, after that it's just the uh, core subjects. Yeah, because like I think like what international schools are getting to is like um, they want to m help you figure out like what you like and stuff. That's why like we have art and like the normal academics like science and stuff. Okay. Um, other than that, like does your school? I'm curious. Does your school normally use the um, uh, books like notebooks and um, the sixth class, or does do they use like computers more? Oh uh, no, we we use uh, mostly textbooks. Oh, but okay. like I mean, my school is pretty open with the stuff. Um, so we also use a lot of like electronics when we need to. Yeah. And when college app like rolls around, then like everyone has their laptop with them typing away like college essays and yeah, yeah, yeah. in class sometimes. Cause like what we do in our school is that we focus more on writing. I yeah. guess than like um, normal academics, like we barely have any like normal tests. Oh really? Yeah. Well, lucky you. But I mean, I feel like writing would writing all the time would be sort of like exhausting. Yeah. But yeah, we do focus more on like normal standardized tests. I guess like multiple choice or calculations and all that. We don't yeah. really do essays unless it's literature, which you have to write an essay. Okay. Um, so for uh, tutoring and extra learning at your school, do most kids do tutoring outside of school or like do they like rest at home and stuff? I mean, honestly, I can't name one single person who does not have some sort of like tutoring mm. class. Um, yeah. It's like when I was in middle school, I used to think of it as like something that's required but now yeah. i think of it as just three hours with your friends mm -hmm. and studying like just reinforcing the knowledge that you learned in class yeah um but yeah like a lot of kids go to tutoring just because of the sheer like amount of memorization or yeah. like knowledge that you need to understand to do the tests mm -hmm. yeah so like it's true that most people think that like international school kids don't have like extra um tutoring because like only like I said like I see like 10% um, of students actually have tutoring I think like outside of school really yeah like me I have extra tutoring outside oh. of school because like um, maybe it's because most students think that they're already okay but then like um, my mom and dad want me to like reach like extend what's um, to what's better so then like I take extra tutoring classes outside of school I mean like I saw a lot of uh, touring like services offered yeah, yeah. with like AP and IB mm -hmm. classes. I, sh I actually went to one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the, well like um do most kids take tutoring as in like art and design or like do they take the normal academics no like there is no tutoring offer for like art and design it's oh, okay. it's not like a graded thing it's like a pass fail yeah. sort of thing so yeah like most people really just take tutoring for math mm-hmm. or for the sciences um unless like you're going to like a, a university in vietnam yes. and you're you're majoring in the humanities and mm-hmm. i think you have to take touring in your last year in your senior year yeah for uh you know the national entrance exam which mm-hmm. is i mean it's a pain but you have to yeah going back to like 2019 um, um how was like your online learning experience in uh, tdn um it's sort of like both stressful and like not stressful at the mm-hmm. same time i mean i didn't get to see my friends which was like a it was pretty lonely i guess like i i was just sitting at home on the sofa with like my laptop just in oh. front of my face yeah, yeah, every yeah. day so like other than that how did it affect like your relationships with your family friends or like teachers as well i mean teachers like i barely re- remember who taught me in like 10th grade because of like mm-hmm. you everyone had their camera off yeah like and i couldn't really meet them or talk to them or ask them for any assistance yes and we don't really use email which is really weird like the teachers mm. don't use email mm-hmm. um so we use messenger oh, and okay. some of the teachers just have their facebook on private so you yeah. can't really text them yeah <laughs> and then yeah it's basically a whole thing so you just have to kind of like find okay. your way through it yeah and uh one of my friends one of my closest friends um in our friend group in ninth grade uh she didn't make it into um tdn because mm. of like the no testing and yeah. like you used your gpa it's a it's a whole thing um so yeah she didn't make it into tdn mm-hmm. and she had to study in a different school like all by herself and like that mm. made me really sad i couldn't yep. see her um and like knowing that she's not in my class anymore like and like i was just wondering like are we going to be as close as we were yes so the online learning was pretty tough on yeah. my relationship how about what happened back um when you went back to school um well i mean i saw my friends again which mm-hmm. is cool but it was just at the time where like you were meeting new people because it was in 10th grade yeah so it was pretty awkward like you you did like a whole semester together online so you, mm-hmm. no one knows each other mm-hmm. and like we had to struggle to like actually get yeah, to yeah. know each other and that sort of awkward vibe is still here even though like i've um, i'm a rising senior now Mm. and i couldn't really get close to a lot of mm-hmm. people in my class and most of my friends are past friends oh. yeah because of covid yeah then how about at school like um do you do most students um when are like the times for these tests like the like the intervals? how many times it happens like a oh. year um it depends on the subject mm-hmm. but I think we have English, so we have three different types of tests. Mm-hmm. So Mulan Food, which is a uh, fifteen minute, it's like a quiz. Yeah. Uh, Mulan Food, which is sort of like a midterm, and then mm-hmm. um, like a final. So mm. finals happen like every single semester. Yeah. So we have two finals every year. Um, yeah. Mulan Food is like the the ones that are most frequent. You, mm-hmm. I think for some subjects like the core ones, yeah. uh, like math, literature, uh, English, you have four a year mm-hmm. sorry no four a semester um 
and I think for your major, like it, it depends on your major as well. You also have to have like more tests, or there are some subjects where they grade you separately yeah. on listening, re- reading, speaking, things yes. like that. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of tests, but it's not like a, it's not like everything is, every knowledge that you yeah. know needs to be applied to like one test. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like, um, it's weird. Our tests are mostly like over a long very long period of time like even like the shortest ones like i think the shortest one is probably like the map testing which is like you don't have a time limit but then like it has to be done in like around two hours oh. for like l- like two periods um for that it's like um you do the test and then like they'll stop you at whatever question they think that they've assessed you enough at um like it's a machine but then like for like the actual assessments like um writing uh like the essays and stuff it's normally like over like uh, a few weeks so like the students would have a lot of time to plan to write and to like revise as well because like um i think our school like focuses a lot on like preparing us for like um college yeah like writing and stuff yeah and then um like the actual the standardized testing like we also have it similar to you uh-huh. like ra- around an hour like but then that's that's only for like math and uh science a major um a lot of the time yeah yeah um at school are there any like cheating experiences that um you hear i'm sure there's a lot right? yeah there's a lot um i don't want to say this because uh people think like jung jung jin like yeah. um like a specialized school mm-hmm. is like all really good kids yeah because like our school we focus a lot about writing so like some kids try to use be smart and like use like quillbot you know what that is yeah yeah um it's like the paraphrasing the like paraphrasing yeah. tool and then like um they actually get caught a lot of the time um because like su- teachers have like adapted to like the mode like most students cheat so like they have to use like um we call it like a site um what's it called um work cited um where like you cite your stuff like you cite your sources and if you don't cite your sources like when you put it into like when you turn it in yeah. and there's like this app actually called turn it in where like oh. it checks if you copied it from anywhere oh really yeah and then like um students also use like chat gpt and stuff which can be caught by that machine yeah yeah like i th- i heard like the paraphrasing tool it mm-hmm. can be like detected by the ai like detectors and things yeah Okay, so um, moving on to the next subject, we have um, uh, like marking schemes. Okay. So um, I've actually never gotten a 10 before because our school marks up to an really? 8. Yep. Oh, okay. um, the IB system is like um, there's four different criteria. So there's like 1, 2, which is the beginning, 3, 4, which is developing, um, 5, 6, which is. Um, demonstrating and then like uh, seven eight which is like extending like you're doing more than you have to do Mm -hmm. and so um your school like marks from one to ten right no it's zero to ten even though like i i don't know anyone who has actually gotten zero um i know that ap does it differently though like yeah it's like i don't know how in class is because i i don't study ap officially but like i know it's uh like the final like the Mm -hmm. ap exam is from a zero to five Mm because i I took the ap yeah um but yeah like in my school like in national curriculums it's on a zero to ten yeah so yeah it's just like how many questions you get right or how how many yeah you get wrong Mm -hmm. and 
they will count your score based on that do you think that's like as effective as the abcd thing or no um it's difficult to say because like it depends on what you're looking for right mm-hmm. like if you're looking to develop students like yeah. professionally uh, or prepare them for college and develop their critical thinking skills and other mm-hmm. soft skills that you really can't get um then the strands would definitely work better yeah uh, but if you're like sorry if you're testing on yeah. like the knowledge or the the how much they learned mm-hmm. then i think the standardized one would work better yeah yeah then like um personally what do grades mean for you um it means i get into college and yeah. it also means i guess like how much i know about mm-hmm. that subject um it's it's not like a a thing where i take too seriously like a lot yeah. of students don't take it seriously um like the we don't really emphasize perfect grades that much yeah. anymore um but it's definitely still important to yeah. maintain like a good mm-hmm. uh, a good average good gpa yeah. i think it's the same in our school as well we're not like that different but then like um the thing is like some students are like you know like the sports kids like um yeah. they focus more on sport and then they don't do that much at, um in like classes and yeah. stuff and like um so our school i think they emphasize more on like i don't know most most um teachers emphasize more on like reflecting and how you progress yeah. and stuff um how was your lowest score experience when you first felt it um i think the lowest score i've ever got in my career was a four. Oh, okay uh, it was on a it not that bad four out of ten <laughs> okay it was on a math test uh yeah okay so the math teacher that like, we had in ninth grade mm-hmm. he wanted to test us on like really hard stuff yeah so everyone basically everyone got a four like it was like a miracle if you got like an eight mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting because like our school we had an art teacher who was like a pretty pretty bad one <laughs> and then um she didn't know like she was new to the ib system yeah so like um when we finished like everybody got into three oh like man. a three out of eight oh. so like um most students were like discouraged they didn't want to learn but then, like the teacher just didn't um know how to grade <laughs> Well, I yeah. mean, like, in my opinion, like, I thought, like, you had to be really well-versed yeah. in, like, the IB system or how to grade if you mm-hmm. wanted to teach in the IB system. Like, yeah. for a school like yours, like, Ishmik, I, I would say, like, you would have to be very professional or something. Yeah. Most teachers are professional. Like, for example, like, my math teacher, he's, like, a great teacher because um, he teaches in a way that, like, he um, – helps the student learn uh, more about like him his story and stuff yeah like he shares stories about like as an example and like it's really entertaining to listen shout out mr mount and then <laughs> um what we do in class is like we have more activities and then like it's more fun in general when like we learn as a class and like we laugh as a class and stuff like that yeah okay that sounds cool because mm-hmm. like um do you guys have like strict rules on whether how to bond with like teachers no not really but like most kids they like i don't know like have a boundary around them like we don't necessarily like um go go get coffee in the weekends and stuff i mean but like yeah yeah like for me like going to get coffee with a teacher it's actually pretty common oh okay. uh, shout out Titan. Um, <laughs> he was my uh Titan was my um homeroom teacher in seventh grade yeah. and i like i still get coffee with mm-hmm. him i asked him to write my recommendation things like that mm-hmm. um but yeah like it's it's professional but like it's also like fun it, it's also personal it's it's not like a creepy thing or something but yeah. it's like uh 
it's like a bonding experience yes. and it makes the te- the students feel closer and more yeah. safe the teachers i think yeah so uh, moving on to like a more i don't know uh serious thing so at your school um are there like a lot of facilities for the development of like students and stuff like for example not only like facilities like as in gyms libraries and stuff like that but also like as in counseling or like talking with your advisor like about like stuff that's happening or any of that um i don't want to bad talk with school because yeah. it really is a wonderful school and they're mm-hmm. making like progress a lot of yeah. progress um we have like libraries mm-hmm. of course we also have uh, uh, something sort of with gym I guess yes. um, it's like a room but it's mm-hmm. more of like a room like in that movie Harry Potter where it's under the stairs yeah um, and you sometimes you have like aerobics or like t- mm-hmm. uh, martial arts class yeah. in that room um, but when it comes to counseling advising we don't really have that yeah. we have a counseling room and usually no one's in there yeah yeah like it just it's just unused uh-huh. so I guess, like, as a, as a psychology student, I feel like mental health and, like, counseling, it's, yeah. it's very Important. not focused on at oh, my yeah. school. Um, mm-hmm. And students are sort of just left to, like, fend for themselves. Yeah. Uh, a lot of students, like, get their resilience and, mm-hmm. like, grow from, like, the yeah. traumatic experiences that they yeah. they go through. But yeah. I wish that there was more, like, mm-hmm. effort towards counseling and mental health. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think our school focuses a lot on, like, um, the uh, mental health and, like, well-being of students, how they feel at school. So, like, there's actually, I mean, like, I don't, I've never met somebody who's actually, like, used it before. But then, like, I've heard, like, some people drop in here and there and, like, um, say hi to the counselors and, like, go in and then, like, talk with them about whatever. And there's, like, two counselors and, like, the school has to promote it every week. Yeah. Because, like, to get more students in or something. Um... It's not really like, a big thing at your school, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not at all. Do you guys okay. have like college counselors as well, or is it just like um, mental health? I think health? we do have college counselors. Do you? No, I, d- I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, then does that mean like you go to like outside of school um, organizations and stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, a lot of students do because like we don't we don't really have people that like guide us like, yeah. for college. Um, sometimes you just ask around or you ask your homeroom and like they'll tell you mm-hmm. what they know but there's no department or mm-hmm. like no person specializing in college advising so yeah a lot of students go to like American study or something yeah yeah okay um, enough serious talk we're <laughs> um, near at the end here so let's continue with our game um, <laughs> for the next mini game we're gonna do it's gonna be quite similar so for this one, we're going to do um, prejudices, mm-hmm. like what we think about the other schools. And then let's write it down, raise it up, see if it's true. The first one is going to be about teachers. And then after that is going to be about students. Okay. Um, okay. Teachers first. Okay. Um, on the count of three, um, raise it, um, three, two, one. So, um, what I wrote was public school teachers are strict. Um, 
it really just depends on the teacher. Like mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of teachers that um, I don't know, like play games with students in oh, class okay. or like teachers. Like I said, like uh, the homeroom teacher I had, like who actually yeah. creates uh, personal relationships with students and help them mm-hmm. with things that outside mm-hmm. of school. So, but then of course, like there are the really old teachers that are just—they need to retire. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're really angry all the time. Yeah. And like they're really strict about it. Uh-huh. So yeah, like, aren't there like also like really strict or professional mm-hmm. teachers in your school? Um. So, like I said, like um, most teachers are um pretty professional. I think. But then, like some of them stand out to me, like they don't know what they're teaching about. <laughs> they just base it on like the curriculum, whatever like the past teacher did, or they wrote about on like the courses. So like, we actually use this app at school. Um, I, I don't know if like w- it was personally made for our school, but then like um, on there we have our timetable, like our courses what we're learning on that day, um, our reports and yeah. stuff like that. Does that um, is that frequent in your school? Is it like turn it in or like uh, no 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 like. Um, like an app where like students know what they're learning and oh. like um i think we have something called viet school which is like yeah. they al- it also has your timetable mm-hmm. it has how many offenses you've taken oh okay. <laughs> and it has uh your grades as yeah. well but like it's not like a like a learning resource mm-hmm. it's for you to check like tra- uh, track your progress yes. yeah okay um so the next one is going to be about students and um also subjects okay Okay. Wait. Students and subject and like one. Yeah. Um, maybe like I don't know. Um, students being good at a subject or not being good at a certain subject. Okay. Okay. Um. On the count of three, let's raise it up to the camera again. Three, two, one. Um, so what I wrote was public school students are great at theory um, okay. at their school. Um, I mean, yeah, it's what we're taught mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are some students that strive to be uh-huh. different or just grow in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And they focus more like, like me, like they focus more on on college or yeah. learning things that are not like in school like mm-hmm. psychology arts um okay. business we yeah. don't even have a business class <laughs> um how about in terms of like uh assessments and stuff like um like testing like what i meant was like um for like math for example they might know the theory but then the application is also kind of um uh not really uh, taught or um, for English, they might know a lot of grammar stuff, but then they can't um, uh, like speak or maybe write well. Sometimes, um, is that true? Or I mean, like I speak good. I, I mm-hmm. hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like when it comes to math, mm-hmm. then you are taught to like how to apply the formulas, mm-hmm. but you're not really taught like the inherent meaning of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Where does it come from and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, like, in, I think in AP Calculus, uh, they're, they're taught, like, yeah. how calculus has come about and, like, yeah, yeah. what it actually means yeah. to study calculus. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
we're just taught like oh do this you know mm-hmm. um and when it comes to english yeah I, i really agree that we should focus more on like writing and yeah. like skills instead of just grammar yeah because like um i think most um if not all of like the public school students are better at grammar generally than um international school students yeah. because like we work more on like the application process of things like writing or like um speaking for example that's why like uh, my speaking is okay i guess um because like we use it a lot at school and then like we try to make it some uh, general yeah um, yeah like i mean like the english tests on my school are mostly multiple choice yeah, yeah. so you i've had like a question where they uh, they have like a blank mm-hmm. and they give you four options mm-hmm. so all four options are like synonyms yeah and you have to like know which synonym yeah. to use for that specific context so it, i think like most um students in our school um like in my grade probably don't even know what an <laughs> adverb is um, <laughs> um but like um they still get good grades so what are so to end off this thing um what are some goals you want to achieve next year Um, I definitely want to go to college. Yeah. Um, that's like the first thing in mm-hmm. my mind right now. Um, I want to grow more of my organizations or mm-hmm. do more good in the community. Yeah. I feel like that's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And just also just I don't know, like live a live a better life or mm. more healthy because okay. I need more sleep. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Um, we'll be back again next week. 